Hello and welcome to our Bertie and Paul podcast uh, on Christmas, a couple of days before Christmas, just a couple of days after the cup final, I'm delighted to, how are you doing Bertie? Ah, no, no bad Paul, how are you doing alright? Yeah, very well, yeah very well, yeah good, the kids are out for a walk in the rain and uh, everything sort of really, I couldn't get my Christmas night out last night because because of Covid so I was my only night out of the year. Set only two nights out, I had to cancel it, so I'm feeling a bit rotten about that. But anyway, that's just life, isn't it? Yourself, I doing all right. Michelle's away, she's away now for a vaccine. Oh, good, the Covid vaccine. So, yeah, there you are, the quiet house at the minute. So, she's a is she a of course, she's a health person, so yeah, she's that's NHS, that's so nice she's here. got herself booked in for the vaccine. The vaccine, I don't think, I don't, I'm not sure where it is in Ireland at the moment. I've not really listened to the, the news as much. But yeah, three hundred fifty thousand people in the UK have got it, something like that. So hopefully it works. Yeah, hopefully it's good. Cause geez, yeah, that's COVID. Yeah, so fingers it's crossed. COVID malarkey's driving me Well, it's just not good around. I don't really actually get out that much at Christmas because Rachel's usually got all the top spots. But we got we've got a really nice night out with some of the guys. I know, but just it, last night we had a really nice restaurant booked. But there's a few things happening, so. I've, it's it's better that I stay back and I stay at the road of the buses, Aye. so that's the way it's going to be. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, the, what, is it, what do we call it? The quadruple treble? Treble of quadruples? The quadruple treble, yeah. So, uh, that was quadruple Sunday. Quadruple treble. I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't want to... Well, then... I, 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 go on, we'll, we'll speak about the game first then. Let's speak about the game. So, well, that's. So, what did, what did you, what did you think when it, when you seen the team then? I, I, well, I knew, I knew that it was going to happen because he he he'd been given the till telegraph, he'd been given the old uh, telegraph and what was going to happen beforehand. So I knew that Brown was going to start, and then I I, I kind of thought he'd play Bain. And yeah. then, then I was actually looking for the other. I was looking for like the, the like another sort of random. A random choice, maybe like I don't know, Mikey Johnson up front instead of Edward, or you know, I mean, like there's yeah. always a random choice that 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 Lennon seems to be able to to throw at us. Uh, so I was thinking yeah. maybe there was going to be another takes random. It off his, take, maybe takes it off his mentor Gordon Strachan. I think he takes it off of him. He yeah. used to like the old rogue choice, Jerry yeah. Yarisic for all the city <laughs> Champions League games. He's, he plays four games a season or six games a season, and it's the six Champions League games. Yeah. That so was classic. it. So yeah, so I was waiting for that. So so the brown thing. Yeah, I mean, what what can you say? What what can you say? Scott Brown, Celtic have played two really good games. We've got a better shape to us. Our defence is more covered because we've got a disciplined young. Was it with was the new word with legs? Which is just stupid. We've got a new player uh, that seems to be well and keen and lots of desire and. Uh, we bit him because of sentimental reasons, uh, basically. So that 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 was fine. So yeah, that that was me. I was just like, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. Let's just get this done. So yourself. I I, I kind of like, much like yourself. I kind of thought that's what was going to happen. I thought uh, he was going to he was going to drop sorrow and play brown. Uh, it, it, as you said, they'd been given all the kind of sound bites in the press and that he would have to go back to the old guard and all that kind of stuff, but. I wouldn't have done it. 
I would have left Zorro in the team and I would have brought, I would have brought Brown on maybe 80 minutes, 85 minutes and let him lift the trophy if we were, if we were, if we were obviously going to win it. But I think from the first half, I mean, I think it was pretty obvious that we were the, 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 the team in the ascendancy. We started off really well and Christie got a fantastic goal. Okay. And we get the penalty, you're 2-0 up and cruising. So, so let's get back to that. So that's the, again, the that's sort of fall off the wagon. Well, but let's let's un, un, let's go untangle the knitting, right? So the, the first goal yeah. is individual brilliance, touch, moves, uh, yeah, spins fantastic. the ball round, takes it to an angle. He beats Gordon. Gordon really tries really hard, but it's a really really good goal. The second goal, meh, like I just um, I cross it in the box. Guy hands it. We, yeah. we take the mic out of Craig Gordon, which I'm, like, I'm leaving it right. I'm leaving to start ranting about that because I don't have all day to uh, tell you why Craig Gordon wasn't disrespected for somebody scoring a goal in a game. But yeah. so that that's the thing, right? So well, I mean, it's, it, every every penalty that goes in is a good penalty, is it not? That's what it used to be told. Yeah. If it goes in, it's a good penalty. Yeah. So I don't see what the real, I don't really see what the problem is, but God respect respect Craig Gordon. Yeah. So the other thing is then is so so this is this is what people are saying. We were the dominant team. We were in the ascendancy. We they thought the second half was just gonna be we're just gonna go out and blast them and stuff like that. But what what I seen, and again I'm gonna be contrarian because that's what I do, I've seen a lots of crosses out of the box. I've seen Edward not really having his touch. Uh, I seen a, a lone striker again, which kind of was kind of lonely. I seen bits and pieces of sort of good play, but nothing really, nothing really that surprising. And also, what I was watching was Stephen Naismith and Scott Brown just being being schoolboys in the middle of the park. So I wasn't really seeing a cohesive, great Celtic passing. Football performance. I seen two goals, and that was fine, and I was delighted. I seen a lot of relief from the bench, but I wasn't. Like, I'm listening to everybody reading stuff. Celtic one of the I'm not too sure. I just like, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I want a, a Celtic to, to control the midfield and play a bit better. Maybe I'm just silly. So I didn't see it, Barry. And also, I didn't. That's nonsense. That nobody's seen it coming. Well, I seen it coming. Like I've seen it coming a mile away because if you don't have a good manager and you don't have good principles, then this th- these things happen all the time. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. So the second, it does, yeah. And I'm not being, I'm not pouring cold water over. I'm just looking at it. If you take away the the the, the, the commentators like Billy Dawes talking like nonsense and the other guy Lewis McLeod just talking continually I mean, he talks like my six year old daughter during a football game or seven year old daughter now if you take away the, the clouds and all that it's two nothing of course two nothing's a difficult lead to have no it's not no it's not like I, know. You say, I know so two nothing principle Celtic have got a penalty goal and we've got a great individual brilliance by Christie that's it Bit of play football, but no real great midfield play. And uh, Andy yeah. Halliday's actually playing quite well for some reason. Hearts come out the second half, and this left inside channel or right inside channel, the place where we seem to lose all our goals nowadays. Suddenly, Julian and uh, 
Duffy who's just he's, he's suffering from confidence problems. <laughs> oh, honesty, God, <laughs> Duffy. It's a great enigma that is uh, Shane Duffy. Is he I an mean, enigma? Is he an enigma? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just. I, I, What's the, what's the, I just don't. I just don't see it. I just. I just don't get it. So, so you're twenty. You're twenty or whatever age is. Twenty-eight, twenty-nine years old. You've, 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 you've. So, so I look at things like football players. Like you have to have your hundred games to see how good you are. So, for instance, if you look at the McCarthy, yeah. MacArthur, they're still playing their trade in the Premier League. These guys have had thousands of games of football now. Loads of games for Amarakis, loads of games for their teams. Now they're playing for Crystal Palace, whatever. But they're still sort of stalwarts, right? If you look at Duffy, Duffy yeah. has had his time in a, in a massive analysed culture of football and they've analysed him to death and now he's been put up to patch, pasture up here. And we're seeing Aye. all that stuff that they've seen and, and moved them on, you know? You just see it. I mean... Julian and Duffy clashing together. It's it's not a clash. It, it, it's not a clash. It, it 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 reminds me. I was they've, they've, they've changed the they've changed the way they beside the school the way the bollards are or the, the plastic bollards out. And I watched this eight year old guy. And he was just lost. He was trying to. He was touching the bollard. The bollard was going over. And I, I just wanted to go out and drive the car for him. You know what I mean? And 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 Duffy as that yeah. eight year old in the middle of the park. He's just kind of get up to Julian. Like it's not Julian doesn't clash into Duffy. Duffy sees everything; he can see everything, but still he hits the ball hard. Yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe maybe it was Brighton. Maybe maybe was it Brighton he came from? Maybe Brighton. Duffy Duffy was getting late because he he couldn't find it. Couldn't find the training ground entrance. Duffy I mean, kept getting lost in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Maybe he's just looking at it going, Jesus, Shane, he's hit there again, he's hit there again, the car park. We changed the door 40 years ago, mate, he just keeps wandering about. And then you meet him later on after training, he's like, still out for his car. You're like, Shane, just. You know what I mean? I mean, what are you doing? And then, yeah, on you go. So we, we start off the second half, and then Robbie Nielsen. The tactical genius who is. The tactical genius that is Robbie Nielsen, aye. Comes in and says to the boys, tackle a bit harder, keep doing what we're doing, because that's, that's, that's crowd on muck. Aye, that's, <laughs> that's basically what he said. What tactical changes did you make there, Robbie Nielsen? Robbie's like, none, I just went out and told them we'd run a bit harder, don't worry. <laughs> this ship's going to sink. Uh, they'll make, aye, they'll make a mess at themselves. <laughs> so then Duffy... Gives Julian a bit scared, and then then what happens then, Betty? Well, your man misses as well, which is a disaster. Why did they miss that shot? Oh, <laughs> I mean, that boy's like, feel sorry for him. You like just shoot it, you clown. I know. And then so, the boy puts the ball across. The boy puts the ball in the box, right? Duffy's job. No, no, the boy is Andy. The boy is Andy Halliday. Aye, Andy Halliday. It's Andy Halliday. <laughs> who, who has who has ninja moves? Scott Brown into a place where Scott Brown just watches him run. John McGonagall sent the video to us. He just watches he watches Andy Andy Halliday run past him and then run behind him and then run round him. And meanwhile Scott's watching the ball, he's just watching the ball running in the middle of the park. Then he's retrek. Andy Halliday sticks in a ball. Andy um, Halliday sticks in the cross. And Shane Duffy's job is to pick up the striker, surely. (laughs) 
But Shane Duffy, I, I don't think I, I've watched it maybe half a dozen times, and I don't actually think Shane Duffy knows he's there. He doesn't know he's there. Like that, he doesn't know he's even there. Like I know I'm being again contrarian and stuff like that, and I fine, I'll, I'll take it if I can say the word, I'll take it. But the fact is, all the WhatsApp messages are coming through, and it's like Duffy's lost his man. No, no, no. Duffy's lost in that car park again. He can't it find is. his car because he's he. I say to Joshua, like, because obviously I'm probably the greatest footballer knowledge coach of all time. So Joshua just hates me at the moment. I'm like Joshua. <laughs> football's about looking about you. You need to know what's about you if you're playing a defence or attacking yeah. role, midfield role. You need, you need eyes. Like you just need to see things. That's the reason why you take your first touch. And before you take your first touch, you look around. You have to know what's around you. Principally, principally. He doesn't know what's in front of him and what's behind no. him. No. That's it. He doesn't even know where his goalkeeper is. Like he's watching the ball. Like Scott Brown is watching the ball. That's yeah. not good enough for two million a year. It's just it's, it's just unacceptable. It's that. I mean you can go through you can go through Vohan, you can go through Arico Anoni, you can go through Alan Stubbs, you can go through you can go through all these players. They all had you can watch them all. The ball comes through. They all had a wee hand in the they all had a wee hand or step back, take a wee hand in the boy. He just goes up and he actually jumps like a ballet dancer. Like it's like Swan Lake. I don't I don't know. I don't know if he actually jumps, Paul. Does he just move his head sideways? I don't know. I don't know if he he actually jumps. I think he just I think he just he sees the ball kind of going over his head Mm -hmm. and you can see the kind of thought process is like I hope there's nobody behind me. Yeah, but and then he just turns round and there's Liam Boyce. The ball's the back of the net. <laughs> Liam Boyce. <laughs> he just actually very. very. He probably never scored an easier goal in his life. <laughs> no, Liam Boyce. And the thing was, yeah, yeah, you're you're sort of looking at it. So, like back in the day, right? So let's say, say I'm playing at the back with Danny, right? So Danny's yeah. got a good footballing brain. I don't think he listens. We all listen to the podcast now. I've said that. So, like, if I get caught underneath a ball, like, I've been caught underneath a lot of balls in my time. Just, just leave it, Benny, leave it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rachel says I can find a double entendre on anything. I'm like, oh, I can. <laughs> oh, anyway, so I won't do that joke because I done it this morning. She wasn't happy. So, the ball, the ball comes over, right? So, the ball comes over, and I'm like, I'm, I've been caught. Usually, I get caught because... My jumping wasn't that good, or I, I get caught in the mud, right? And then all you'd hear is Danny behind you going, Don't worry, it's mine. You can hear him. I have got he it. Doesn't he doesn't say anything, he just runs and he heads me and the ball and everything at the road. And then I'm like, Aye. Okay, fine, because I'll make up because I'll catch a guy that goes around the back. But I know mm-hmm. that if I'm caught underneath a ball, like Celtic have got like 17 defenders on the pitch, and I it's know. just like criminal. Yeah. It's just criminal, like, I'm just, oh, anyway, so, like, let's just scratch the stuff we carry on, like, it's just a nonsense. So then, Celtic... But it seems as if, it seems as if Lennon, I, I don't know, maybe we've been a bit critical, but it seems as if he wants to just shoehorn Duffy into the team whenever mm. he can get him in. Yeah. But so last year, his defence, his, his centre-half his pairing was Julian and Ayer. So mm-hmm. why has he moved Ayer out to the right-hand side to shoehorn Duffy into the team? So, so that was another thing that that was that was another wee thing in my head, right? I, I, I like mind over matter, mindfulness and stuff like that, Betty. The minute I seen the team and the minute I seen that I was playing right back, 
I actually tried to black hole it. So what they say is you just keep it away from your head because you know watching, <laughs> you're like, what? Why? What? What is going on? Like, like so you're you're Christopher Iyer, right? Right. You're 22 mm-hmm. years old. You're six foot five. You've got delusions of going to a better world. Push your career yeah. on. It's a cup final. Aye, oh, Chris, you're playing the right back. You're like, what? Uh, I'm not a right back. My name isn't David Hanna. I am not a right back. Can see, you, see the thing is. Can you please the, not play me in a position that I'm not? Like, why are you ruining my life here? Yeah. So I, I just actually, I actually blinded it. I'm very good at that nowadays. I just kept it in my head. Because if it was in the cup final, there's too much things, angry things hit me from too many like stuff. And I'm like, why is he out there? When yeah. you've got you've got perfectly, you've got right backs. Like, guess hearts. I know. <laughs> hearts are a championship club. Yeah. And you've got your man who's potentially a fifteen million pound centre half. Mm-hmm. And you just shove him out at right back to accommodate Duffy. Yeah. The two million loan player. Aye. That gets lost in the car park. But I think, I mean, do you know what? I, I don't know. But I'm, obviously, I've never been a manager or whatever it is. But if it was me, it would be, I would go back and you were going through a, bit of a, a, a difficult period, kind of, kind of sticky patch. Surely you would go back to something you're like, you would sit down. And you would think to yourself, right, let's go back to basics. Let's go back to what I know works. Mm-hmm. And I know that Christopher Iyer and Julian works mm-hmm. because it worked for me all season, last season. It yeah. worked. And that was my centre-half pair in the one the league. So yeah. why do we not just go back to that? Why do we not just go back to Julian and Iyer at centre-half? Yeah. Why, just... do, why, do we not, why do we not have Greg, Greg Taylor at left-back? Well, you're making all your games analysis. You're sitting there with your three games analysis plus your three, your two coaching staff and you have your meeting on a Monday morning before the cup final. And Lennon says, I think we'll play Duffy at the back. Somebody just put their hand up and say, but boss, if you look at all the statistics, every time we, we play Duffy, during a game, we lose a goal and our confidence just drains. So, boss, maybe not. Is that, maybe just somebody say that in the room. That's it. I mean, it's just, I mean, it just seems as if I know uh, Taylor Taylor played, but I mean, it just seems to me as if as soon as we signed Laxalt, on the team, mm-hmm. and everybody's criticising Greg Taylor, but Greg Taylor's a left back. Yeah, no, he's not like you don't you don't need a left back to to be up there and oh, Greg Taylor, there's no great great going forward, but you don't want him to go forward. But here's the thing: here's the you thing. want him to be a defender. So Celtic are struggling in a period of the game. It just goes, it just goes quick as, you, quick as you like, as the old Holy Cross teacher would say. But Celtic then bring on to a left-back and a right-back, is that correct? To bring on Frimpong and Laxall to bolster our attacking options? Like, yeah. What? I know. What, 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 what manager does that? Like, what, what, what is the sense in that? Like, I just can't see it. I'm like, so what are we doing here? Taylor's playing very well. He's trying his best. We're getting joy from Taylor, but then suddenly, and Taylor just walks off. You know the reason why? No reason why that is. Very. It's because Taylor's Taylor's glad to be there. He's glad Aye. to be there. Said so Lennon can do that. He yeah. can do that because he's the big man. So Taylor takes it. But yeah. Taylor should be saying, 
it's the exact same as Armstrong with uh, Ronnie Dial and stuff like that. These guys are oh, okay, fine, or or nice people. Taylor should be saying to him, no, I'm giving my all here. I'm doing my best. I want to win the cup yeah. final for Celtic. Me and my wife get yeah. Bobo job by in the middle of the pitch. So then, that's, so the second goal, what was this? I just, the second the goal. The second goal is just horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Mm-hmm. Again, another cross. Another cross comes out in the box and we're all over the place. Again, six and sevens. Connor Hazard comes to take it and Naismith's kind of bumped him. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to the back post and then ugh, it's just a pure scramble, goal mouse scramble. Yeah. And then it's the one that's, that's in. But I, I mean, it's in by about, I don't know, a foot. Mm-hmm. But I, I've never, I mean, I know that, I know it's probably going to, but I, I mean, on the telly, they're like, oh, ah, that's right, that's right, we've got goal line technology. Mm-hmm. Like, when did that happen? Is that just me that missed that? It's there. I don't know. I've never, I've never seen a, a Scottish game. That's the first Scottish game I've ever seen. Oh, goal line technology. It's my few Rangers games where they get a few, a few goals. <laughs> I've never seen it before. I'll tell you that there's two things in my life that I've seen that I yeah. never thought I would see. Yeah. Right? One of them was against Tyrrell Innsbruck. Celtic were playing Tyrrell Innsbruck right. at Celtic Park in a yeah. qualifier. For, I, I can't remember if it was Europe, the the, champ, the Champions League or it's a European qualifier anyway, mm-hmm. right? And the goalkeeper had the ball in his hands for more than six seconds. Yeah. And it is the only time I've ever seen a free kick given for the boy. It Celtic scored for it, I think, but the boy, the keeper had the ball in his hands for more than six seconds. The referee blew the whistle and gave us a free kick inside the 18-yard box and yeah. I, I'm pretty sure we scored for it. And... Goal line technology in the cup final. I could. I, did you know there was goal line technology yeah, in the cup final? I'd, I'd seen it before. I mean, I watched all those SPLF highlights. Is it, is it, it. A, a, is it just? Is it just the thing, me? Is it just the Scottish Cup? No, I'm sure it's there for the league. I'm sure it is. But I'm oh, going to check I've, now. I've, check. I know. I'm sure it is. I've got absolutely no idea. Also, I have absolutely no idea. Also, how can he? And then can, it's, it should be a referee, John Beaton, and great in the pointing at his watch. Pointing his watch as if to say, ah, oh, ah, oh, I got the wee buzz in the watch there. I get my wee buzz in the right. watch. I'm like, hold on a minute, how did that work? You just make it up. Aye. You're, uh, you're, uh, you're, <laughs> me, 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 from a heart's point of view, they're probably annoyed that Naismith gets taken away with that sort of stuff. And you're like, what? Uh, he's interested that Naismith and Brown seem to be playing some sort of different game. Yeah. They're playing against each other instead of just playing the game. Do you think both of them are sitting... I've decided that this is going to be like a chapter in their book. See, to be honest, see, to be honest, I think... I, I need to sort of cut Scott Brown a bit of slack here, to be honest, because I think if I was playing against Naismith, <laughs> I would just run about the park and try and boot him every time I get the opportunity. <laughs> He's but just it, a horrible, horrible wee guy. But, but but I watched a lot of his games forever. He didn't do that forever, did he? He was a good no. player. I mean, he scores like a hat-trick against Chelsea. Like he's, he's a solid football player, but he spent the whole time... Him and Brown, and okay, he did stand on him, he did all that. I mean, it's great spectacle, it's great to watch, 
surely we should just be playing triangular passes around the old boy, you know what I mean? Uh, Make him run about for a bit. Like, Naismith yeah. played the whole game. Aye, did I? But Brown played, Brown played what? A hundred and ten minutes, maybe? Yeah. He took off for the last ten minutes. They put Sorrow on, didn't they? But the thing was, the cameras kept flying to him as well. Did you see that? Aye. Like, we're, we're, there's no player bigger than the club. Your club will always the club will always be there, right? So there's mantras in your head. Like, why are we watching Scott Brown in the stadium? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. So I know. so we get to that, so we get the second goal, and then Celtic. Celtic are just clueless. I mean, we're just Mikey Johnson's on. I was thinking maybe that Dan Dan Devaney's Mikey Johnson run would uh, go against him. Like, go on, Mikey, you scored it. Uh, so I was looking for my own personal glory. So I can slag my Dan Devaney, you know what I mean? Because that's the way it is. It's about personal glories, you know what I mean? So it's personal achievements. So Mikey Johnson comes on and doesn't really have a, a position to play, does he really? And then that's it, really. The cup final sort of moats along. Scott Brown jumps at the guy, a last ditch. And Lee Griffiths, unfit Lee. Griffiths sticks it in, yeah. And then... I, mean, then, I just don't... The whole, the whole Griffiths thing, I just don't get it. No. I really don't. I just don't get it. As I said, you, you, you spoke about it earlier. Griffiths, the Lennon's come out and spoke to him or in the press today and said that he wants Griffiths to be fitter. And oh. I mean, I mean, like, the so, guys are machine. The guys are goal scoring machine. <laughs> what, what do we not get here? The guy scores goals every time Griffiths is on the park. He scores a goal every single every time. time he's on the park. He scores a goal. No. So why do we not just play him? He's like, the thing is as well, like I grew up, we all know I grew up with Royal Rovers, so I love the world of Royal Rovers, I love all that stuff. So there's panels of cartoon characters that do two pages. So Royal Rovers would do this type of thing, so Roy would come out and say, Blackie needs to be fitter. So then Blackie would do like a, a, a montage of him getting fit. <laughs> <laughs> so and then at the end of the day he'd win the cup final because he'd he'd be super fit and he'd run around and make crunching tackles and all that carry on. Okay? So Lee Griffiths reads the dealer record today and thinks, geez, well the boss wants me to be fitter. Does he go into a Rocky montage and come out <laughs> for Ross Kitt? Is that running up mountains? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's <how he> <laughs> He drives past that KFC. You know I mean? Is that the way <laughs> professional football player works? You pick up the paper, you're like, oh. I mean, this is, this, I mean, he picks, unless it's in the Edinburgh News, which Lee probably reads that, <laughs> you pick up the paper and think to yourself, I'm on this. I'm going <laughs> to. I mean, I, I mean, I just, I just can't. I mean, he's saying things like he's a, he's a phenomenal player, he's a great goal scorer. But I just can't trust him for ninety minutes. What? You don't need. You don't need. <laughs> just take him on. Scores hey, a few goals and see, take him see, off. Seeing uh, what you call seen Rogers' first season, the first two seasons. Yeah. Who was the sixty-minute man? Yeah, Lee Griffiths. Tom Rogic. Yeah, Tom Rogic. Yeah. Come on, Sorry. Tom Rogic played sixty minutes. Sixty minutes, just about every single game. Yeah. And by that time, we were about three or four nothing up. Yeah. And we just took him off. So play Griffiths for 60 minutes for 3 nothing up. Griffiths has bagged the hat-trick. Take him off. Take him off, aye. Then he'll like with Eddie. Eddie will score a few goals. Eddie might feel a bit bit wanted. Aye, because there's somebody up there beside him. Aye, standing beside him, just giving him some love, you know what I mean? 
Maybe teach Lee some French. He could shout some French words like. Uh-huh. It's so infuriating. <laughs> is a Riva Dutch? Is that French? Shooty, El Shooty. So, oh. so we've got. So, so hopefully, uh, Griffiths will read the papers today. Go into a montage. Because Griffiths probably that you won't have a gym in his room, will he? Will he have a gym? I don't know if Lee Griffiths has a gym. Ah, I, th- I think he probably would have. Well, he's just dro- but drop- I mean, we changed it. We changed the whole culture of the club in two days, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we've done so, that anyway. So surely, if if we can change the whole culture of the club in two days, surely Griffiths can get himself fit in a matter of hours to play yeah. against Ross County. Especially, <laughs> especially since he said it in the paper. Ah, well, that's it. Yeah, that's he's, it. Tried, he's, he's tried everything. We knew Gra- everything. Uh, Lee Griffiths tried everything. He's been let down at every stage, every stage. Tried everything. Oh, so Griffiths scores, then Hart sticking another cross. We lose a goal because it's all <laughs> flabby, mate. <laughs> flat flaps, flat, 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 flat. every single cross that comes out of the box, we lose a goal. <laughs> it's just because, like, we've got, because we've got a makeshift defence, but really, a, 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 I don't know how you would say makeshift. It's no. Would you say your shift defence? <laughs> make shift defence. Your shift defence is actually on the park, but they're just playing no. in different positions. Yeah. <laughs> your defence that you won nine in a row with. Your nine million. It's actually playing, but Ayers but playing. We scared them about a bit. Ayers just done a 70-yard run and put it across in the, the other box because we don't it's play like... with any wide players. It's like I'll give you. And a, is the width. I'll give you the. I'll, oh gi- I'll give you a, a festive, a festive scenario. It's like Santa Claus saying, "Hey lads, I'm wanting the shop tonight. You boys, you and uh, Mrs. Christmas take the take the ride for us." But Santa has been working for two hundred, four hundred years. I know, but uh, I can we just mix it, mix and match today? <laughs> know what I mean. I mean, this is just crazy talk. Then you've got you've got Bobby, you've got Bobby Dodds, Billy Bobs on the oh, commentary, who goes through like seventeen scenarios why Celtic are rubbish and doesn't name Scott Brown or Lennon in any of them. You're like, he couldn't find the words. He couldn't find the words. Couldn't find the words. To, I don't see this coming. I just didn't see this coming at half time. Then Lewis McLeod starts rattling off. Amazing stats, like amazing about, stats, right? So Barry, how the empire, how the empire's crumbling and all that. Han Solo's, Han The thing is, Barry, see the thing about Han Solo for all the listeners out there. Han Solo missed. Han Solo shot. Han Solo misses. When Luke Skywalker's driving through, right? There's three. There's two planes and there's Darth Vader. That's right, that's right. Han Solo misses Darth Vader, shoots the plane, the plane crashes and bumps Darth Vader out. Aye. So Han Solo couldn't even score. I mean, Griffith scores. You <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> Lee Griffith scores. Aye. Uh, so, oh, jeez. It's good that we can so find, it, it's good that fight, we can find humour in these t- times of war. It's good to find, find humour. Then you got the, the penalties. And Griff again. Yeah, just like up, steps up, up, up it's no problem. I just knocks his penalty in, no problem. Does that? Oh, Cal- does Callum, that. Callum McGregor, who, 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 who likes to play in a forward position, but doesn't because he's too busy covering, uh, crazy make, uh, personality, Captain Courageous. 
Just slots yeah. apparently home as if there's no tomorrow. He's like, pff, aye, no pressure. And just drops down dead because he's played <laughs> nine thousand minutes. <laughs> <laughs> He's played the most most minutes of football in the world again. He, he, he dropped down dead. He, he scores a penalty, turns round and his, bo- his legs fall one way and his body falls <laughs> out. Thanks, Callum. I've looked after you and your career by making you play hundreds of games. Aye. I was and then the next, pen- the next penalty is uh, Ryan Christie, isn't it? Yeah, so Christie, Christie also looks absolutely shattered. Uh, uh, he looks jiggered as well. <laughs> the, the thing was, Scott Brown, and uh, but that's—I mean, this is probably when you think think about it, this is probably homage to them, the type of players they are. Naismith and Scott Brown look brilliant. Both of them look really good. Whereas Christie McGregor looks as if they're about to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> but meanwhile, our boss. Our super guy, he's been in the club for 20 years. I mean, he was great, means the most to him. Is in with his, in with, in with, what is he in with? His analysis physio. The analysis of physios. He's in there with him watching it because he can't watch it in real time. Like, 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 Neil, that, Neil, your job. Is to be there on the pitch. I, mean, I can't. I can't stress this enough, Neil. I mean, <laughs> oh, oh. So anyway, oh. so then Christy misses because his legs can't work anymore because he's covering for Scott Brown for the last hour and, hour and ten minutes, and then Hearts just go. Hearts and Connor Connor Hazard to we talked about before in the pod, and somebody must have listened to it. Pulls off two good saves, nice and easy, calm as yeah. you like. No big yahoos, no throwing the ball at players. Just saves two penalty kicks, right and left, boom, boom. Yeah. There's your dinner. That's it. And then also, I, I also, I wouldn't really want to pick Dan up on this, but Dan also said that this isn't the season for playing youth players. There's Connor Hazard, say, wins you a cup final. And the Mikey Johnson. Mikey Johnson. He scores his penalty, strokes it away. Mm. No problem at all. So... I don't see why we can't play Karamoko Dembele, but never mind. Yeah. So that's, here, that'll be a discussion for another day. Yeah, well, we'll get you and Dan together. I mean, it's like, it's like between, I mean, you're between shifts, both of you. You both these are, are cutting about, looking at each other, but you just can't quite get on the same time level to just go at it. Dan's ducking me. Oh, that's pay per view. It's pay per view telly, man. I can't wait. I'm going to stream it live. Uh, so you're, so. So that's it, really. Celtic won the cup. Uh, Azure. So is Ayer, So is Ayer, Is Ayer's penalty disrespectful then? No, because Ayer goes up and smashes it right down the middle. <laughs> so is that disrespectful? Yeah, I disrespected Craig Gordon. That I mean, I know I don't because get me because he's because he scored. Is that disrespectful? Yeah, it's disrespectful. Is is is, is, is Cal McGregor's penalty disrespectful because it was just out your reach? <sighs> Craig but, Gordon, man, Craig Gordon wants. Craig Gordon wants respect. Show me a little respect. Just a little bit. Ooh, uh, ooh, just no. a little bit. Craig Gordon wants respect. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I said that's okay. I've had this rant before, but maybe a lot of people have not listened to it. I want respect from me, from my family. I get, like, they love me and all that, I think, but, like, your kids don't give you respect. They're like, da, do this, do that, da, walk like I a know. dog. Right, so, he, like, I'd respect Craig Gordon more, right? If he'd done an interview at the end of the game and said, look, I've been playing with this big tall guy for years and every time he hits a penalty, he smashes it in the middle. So I thought to myself, in my respectful way, 
that maybe I just stand there and when he shoots it really hard at me, put out one of my hands that I used to save ping pong balls in the training academy at Celtic when I was there, got five million, probably five million in my Super Saver account, maybe, and I actually got the marketing girl as well on the TV, so maybe while I was watching Azure shoot loads of times, apparently kicks the exact same stuff, I would think to myself, maybe in a respectful way, I'd just stand there and save the penalty kick. Except Craig goes down, Craig goes down like, he's played a thousand games. Aye, Good I know. stuff I... like Craig Gordon. Like, oh man, it's all media, it's all nonsense. Chris Commons, nonsense. These guys are nonsense. Aye. Craig Gordon's no. sitting there with the media, it's all thought out. Greeting face, oh, I can't stand it, man. And he's he's looking for respect for winning all these titles with Celtic. You're like, but we gave you your, sh- your shot. Uh, and the fact is, the fact is, unless I'm blind, what tournament allows Craig God? Anyway, no, stop it. I'll stop it. So, so we win the cup. My feed goes down, and then I go downstairs, and Rachel says, "Did they win the cup?" And I'm saying, "Yeah." It's, uh, and then it's the first time, Barry. So it's the first time. Celtic won the quadruple. It's the first time a player and manager's won the treble. Okay? Yeah. Know what else is the yeah. first time, Barry? I'd like somebody to disprove me. Know what else is the first time? What's that? Championship club scored three goals against Celtic. <laughs> uh, you might be right. What do you mean, might be right? What's it ever happened in your right. lifetime? Did Rafe Rovers were in the, the Premier League? Were they? Uh, Wraith Rovers were in the Premier League guy, they were, I think. Pretty they sure did score only two, didn't they? It was penalties. What did that finish? Did it finish two each? Did it finish one each? Something like that. Anyway, I'm telling you now, Celtic have never lost three goals against a Championship Division 1 team uh, you in could my be right. lifetime. Uh, you right. could be right. Well, it's all good. But you've got, but you've got a Premiership you've got a Premiership uh, centre-half You've yeah. got a seven million. You've got a seven million pound centre half. Yeah, and you've got Liam Boyce scoring goals against them. <laughs> For fun. For fun, aye. So, anyway. So there we go. So we've won the quadruple dribbles, dribbles, and then we've got like a logo that comes up, and it's quadruple dribble dribbles, and all that. You're like, yeah, man, we'll buy some t-shirts. It's all really commercialism. Yeah. And then, uh, so we've now so let, let, let's let's start talking seriously about it. That's not no more jokes, right? So we now yeah. I've got a situation where we, all our players have played a zillion games. We're caught mm-hmm. to the festive, festive period and we've just stuck them through an hour twenty, an hour, half an hour of football. Yeah. Where all we had to do was play sorrow, play Julian and I are at the back, and just slow just Get the result, play the ball around and slowly game down, make hearts chase. Manage the game. Yeah, manage, manage the game. game. So now we've got a situation now that Lennon's got his personal glory, which is great, personal glory. And um, we've got a situation where we have to make five or six changes for tonight. And uh, the glorious Glasgow Rangers, the Teddy Bears, yeah. are sitting back watching us. And uh, yeah. uh, is this going to go well for us? I'm not sure. But the fact is, it looks harder to do. And that's again, again, Barry, the question of 2000, the phrase it pays in 2020. I've got nothing against Neil Lennon personally. I loved him as a player, but who Aye. cares about that? The fact of the matter is, if it's Neil Lennon, Danny McGrain, me and you looking after the team, teams that play a cup final in these special circumstances, plus Christmas, 
there's always a fatigue factor. Always. So have we gave ourselves another mount to climb because of our cup final antics? I would I say yes. I think we have, yeah. I think we have. I think uh, you've got, I think, well, obviously, I think Sorrow will start the game tonight, but you've got eight or nine of those other players that have done, played an hour and 20 minutes of football mm-hmm. on Sunday. Yeah. And usually, usually, it's usually these games, I know, I know it's a difficult Christmas period and all the rest of it, but usually it's Sunday, Thursday. Yeah. Isn't it? If you're playing yeah. in Europe, if you're playing the thing, mate, it's Sunday, Thursday, and Saturday, Wednesday. Yeah. But now it's Sunday, Wednesday. Yeah. So you've lost a day's recovery again. Yeah. So I just I, I don't know. I just see it. I, I just thought we should have, as you said, two nothing up, clamp the game down, and then manage the game better. Close the game out. Just fritter away the second half, and then you're you're you've you've you've, let, you've, you've less than. You've played your 90 minutes, you've not got another half hour on the legs and a penalty shootout. Yeah. I mean, Ayer's telling you, I don't know if you heard Ayer's interview, Ayer said he, didn't, he, couldn't, he could hardly walk up to take his penalty. Yeah, this is a fully a young guy, you know what I mean, with, with legs. Aye, he'd cramp, <laughs> he'd cramp when he was walking up to take his penalty. So, but, I mean, but, that's going to take it out of you. So if Ayer's, if Ayer's playing it right back at night, scudding up and down the, right, up and down the line... I mean, he's only going to be able to do it for 45 minutes or something before he collapses. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But tonight, tonight is a very, very important game because we can't... I mean, I don't know where, where, we, where we, we sit. Can't, we can't rest, we can't rest, we can't, rest we can't, in our laurels. We can't rest <laughs> in our laurels, aye. We can't. I mean, we've got to, we've got to win this game. This is, one of, this is one of the games in hand, isn't it? This is John Hughes, but it's John Hughes is coming Aye. to town. John Hughes oh. is coming to town. John sure. Hughes is coming to town. He's going to be it's saying right. it, guys. This morning it's they'll be like, the stars, when it? you're brushing your teeth, when you're brushing your teeth this morning, you look in the mirror, and if you say to yourself, you're not supposed to be here, then don't turn up today. Well, I mean, oh. they have the fear of God in them. Hey, well, he's been thinking about this game for about a thousand years, like great. I know. Pump, say, how, like. Long's he been, how long has he been out of the game? About two years. Ah, he's just a pure criminal because he talks crazy. Talk, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's uh, like, like, like. So here we go, right? So we'll do a quick round. Do you know what John Hughes's football philosophy is, Brian? Yes or no? Yes. Do you know what Neil Lennon's football philosophy is? No. Do you know what Stevie G's football philosophy is? Yes. <laughs> oh, so frustrating. Okay, so uh, yeah, anybody wants to uh, just do that just game a, as well? See the, see the, just, just before we move away from the, the quadruple treble, what? it is a great achievement, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the quadruple treble yeah. is a great achievement. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. You'll probably never see it be done again, right? Jeez, Benny, do you know what? I was out this morning, right? I was out this morning and I was just wandering about with the dog and I'm thinking... Were you wearing your good clothes or your bad clothes, Brian? I had my, I had my, my good clothes on. I had my good clothes on since it's Christmas. So, I just... 
what, what I just couldn't get out of my head, and I, I thought to myself, I maybe speak to Paul about this in the podcast, and I thought, no, but I'll, I'll, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. Well, cheers. Right when when you've got when Rangers were winning nine in a row, right? Rangers were winning nine in a row, winning all these cups and winning all these trophies and yeah. everything like that, right? Watty. The one thing, the one thing that that, that, that gave you a bit of a spring in your step, so to speak, kind of a kind of I don't know, a, a, a sort of brighter outlook was yeah. that they were getting pumped in Europe every time they went into Europe. They were getting absolutely hammered. Yeah. I remember sitting watching the Juventus game down at your house, and hold them close, and they get beat four one. It's just a great, it's just a great night. Right? Alex Cleland, aye, Alex Cleland, and all this kind of stuff. It was great, right? Them getting yeah. hammered in Europe. But the thing about it is, right, is that we, I just kind of get it out of my head, is that we are in the exact same situation. Mm. This, this is the way Celtic are at the minute, yeah. and I just can't, I just can't. I just kind of get my head round about why we are spending 30 to 40 million pound over the past two seasons to win the Scottish League. I just can't do it. If that's if that's the end game, then that's the end game. But you don't need to spend that money to win the Scottish League. You do, if you've got poor management. That's a simple Well, thing. you do. But, I mean... I just, I just honestly, I can't get my head around about why you would want to spend five, four and a half million pound on a goalkeeper, four and a half million pound on a striker to win the Scottish League. I just mm. can't do it. they pulled Roof out. They, they pulled Roof. Roof was like second fiddle or playing with Leeds United. Went to Antelope, then came over to Rangers. And I don't think, I mean, I don't know, fiver, tenner. I, I think it was one and a half or two million pounds or something like that. It's not really, I mean, it's never really that buzz at Rangers. It's always ballooned up to make them look good. It's probably a terror, I mean. Call it quits at 20. But, aye, but I mean, as I said, it's just, I think that's the thing that kind of sticks in my throat. It's, it's great, don't get me wrong, it's a great achievement that we've won the, the, the quadruple treble, but if you actually look at it, in European, you want you want to build on the success. You want to build into Europe, and we haven't. So here's the here's the so there's a two prong attack that I was looking at. So we've won the it's great. We're delighted. I'm not I'm not one. I mean, I love I'm telling Josh in the morning, saying Josh, listen, we listen to Gordon uh, on the on the, the the BBC Scotland, and we're they're celebrating. I love I love it. Like I love Celtic winning. I love it. But I think. I'm trying to look at what we are saying as we want we want things to be better. And actually, the world's changing as well. So I went through last night a few stuff, but that's again, that's the one I people. It's set it's the way the club's set up with the 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 nonsense it's talked about players and players becoming managers. I mean that that's the first point is where is the next Neil Lennon? I, so uh, I, I can't see where the next Neil Lennon... If this was at Celtic Love, this manager that played for the club. So, uh, this Celtic man philosophy, this Celtic... I mean, we got it like we seen... I mean, it's like 2020, and they're still throwing us this, this uh, Duffy. He just gets excited because he, 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 he supported the team. It's his boyhood club. Like, like, we're still getting this. Like, from years and years and years, right? So, the point would be then, where is the next Neil Lennon? So... Like, I don't know. Is it Scott Brown? I don't know. 
see that's see <laughs> that is the point right there. So we've got Sean Maloney, who's the Belgium assistant coach or something, wee Seanie boy. Yeah. We've got Henrik Larsson, who's now the member of the Barcelona backroom staff. Barcelona backroom staff, yeah. First team coach. Lambert's just, but the thing is, Paul Lambert, sorry, Mikey Dahl, has just signed a five-year deal with Ipswich. Five-year deal with Ipswich. Lambert's sued every club he's been with to get his money back. He relegated Ipswich, and he's just signed a five-year deal with them. Boys are smart, cookie. Yeah. And uh, we've got who else? Stephen Presley. He doesn't work anymore. You know, I think he's no. a fashion. He's I think he's a fashion model for Willie Jumpers. We've got John Hughes. who's just picked up a job. So he used to play yeah. for Celtic. Uh, Paul Hartley's Cove Rangers. So his bubbles <laughs> seem to have uh, seem to have burst. <laughs> Alan he... Stubbs. Alan Stubbs. Oh my Stubbers. He does he, Celtic TV. He does Celtic TV. He likes a bit of media. Chris yeah. Commons obviously he's got too much intelligence to be a football manager with his yeah. great his great stuff. Uh, imagine imagine walking through your life as a poor man's Chris Boyd. You just like ah. Oh. oh I know. Chris poor man's Chris Boyd. Charlie Nicholas. Charlie, Charlie McGrew has been doing a bit of media work recently. Oh Charlie McGrew yeah with their, 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 his pointy shoes. So yeah, Charlie McGrew. Uh, who else? Owen Coyle. Owen Coyle, Owen maybe? Coyle was, was a shout. Owen Coyle was a shout for him. Had a, a good shout at getting the manager's job. I think it was before Ronnie Dyler got yeah, it. I Owen think, Coyle, it? he was a shoo-in. Owen Coyle now? What club does he manage? Owen Coyle? <laughs> I don't know. Right, the, the, my pronunciation may be wrong here, Brian. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for this? Owen Coyle manages Jam Shed Poor. Jam Jammy Shedpur <laughs> FC <laughs> Jam Jam Shedpur Jam Jam Shedpur Is he taking the, the, the David Robertson School of Management then, has he? Yeah Jam 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 Shedpur Jam Shedpur <laughs> 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 He paid for those sweeties Barry He paid for those sweeties <laughs> Indian Super League and the Super League, I'm pretty sure that's where David Robertson is as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. David Robertson's David Robertson somewhere. done his program, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> done his documentary about it. Oh, I just can't watch that stuff in my head. So. <laughs> so we don't really have anybody coming along, as you say, except Scott Brown, who's been a, a loyal servant. Now uh, the second piece then was is so the next generation of players. Is going to be a manager. So really, realistically, it's going to be Sean Maloney, Henry Larson, yeah. or Scott Brown. Scotty too yeah. high. That's not Scotty. Scott, Scott's in clear. Sorry, apologise. So then, then last night I was like, okay, right. See, I became addicted. See when Mikey Dow says to me, "You were talking about that last week, Paul, or you made this point two or three weeks ago." That's my new. That's my new. See when he says that, I'm just feeling like proud of myself. And I mean, I'm like, <laughs> you made this point last week, Paul. I'm like, oh, done it, Michael. Done it. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. So, is Celtic? So this is a bigger question, Barry. Maybe we do big questions in the podcast. We're not doing yeah. cliches. You know what I mean? Is Celtic's Celtic Irishness and biscuit tinniness and diddly diddliness? I mean, this is coming from me. I live in Dublin, so I've been here for a long time. Uh, and Celtic ex playerness making us feel more agitated when we're getting older, when we see it happening time and time again. Okay, so here we go. Here's your quiz, Bertie. 
Celtic, a proper football manager with CV. So I'm going to throw you some names out and you're going to say yes or no. Right, okay. 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 So first one, John Barnes. No. Second one, Lou McCarry. No, I would say to, no. But a proper CV to run a football club like Celtic in your well, head? No, no, definitely not. But he did have a bit of a CV, Louis McCarrick. He did manage Stoke City. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Stayed down there, I think, when he was married to Celtic as well. So. <laughs> he, managed, he was managed at the same time, wasn't he? Because <laughs> <laughs> Stoke City is a, a thing. Yeah. Oh, that's what I say. We've got a domination a bit, eh? We've got Gordon Strachan. Has he got yes. a seat? Yes. Yes, yeah, yes done, I would say so. Gordon did well. Can I well with his? Martin O'Neill. Yeah. Martin O'Neill, do yes. you have a CV? Martin O'Neill, yeah? yes. Ambition, yeah. Uh, Ken Aglish. Wow. <laughs> Very. He don't manage, he don't manage, not didn't touch him on a barge pole for about 30 years before he turned up us. Well, I know. But he did have a, he did have a CV. Won the Premiership, didn't he? Yeah, thirty years before. Blackburn Rovers. L- L- Liam Brady. Do you have a football manager with any any kudos? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but some of the football I played under Liam Brady was top top draw. <laughs> just just gonna win in. I was reading comments from Liam Brady. Liam Brady turns up at Celtic Parks, watches watches a few videos, right, of Celtic games, and he says, he says honestly, he says in the media, he says, I'm scared. He actually says that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. It's like Liam's scared. He's not even. He's only still got a jumper on. He's still wearing the same jumper. And he sits down. He's like, what are you? So, uh, Brendan Rogers. Yes. Tommy Burns. Ooh, don't, be, don't be controversial Pat. don't be controversial don't well uh, Tommy, Tommy Burns had, had a decent I suppose he, he, he knew what he was doing he'd, he'd been managing Kamarnock and he was at Reading so I would say aye yeah okay Neil Lennon to manage Celtic has Neil Lennon got a CV to manage Celtic no. If you take if you take the first if you take the first thing out, if you look, all, all, all the thing is if you look at his, his CV, mm-hmm. right? He's been there. He's won the championship a couple of times, and that's it. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that's it. But well, he's, after he'd been away, after he'd been away, I wouldn't have had him back. No. Well, Janssen. Janssen, yes. Doctor Joe. Yes. Right, okay, so. Tony Mowbrains. <laughs> Tony, no. Right, so B- Billy McNeil the second time around. Billy McNeil. The C- Billy McNeil wins the the, the the centenary season, right? And I know that's his holy grail stuff. And I, I don't care. I don't care. Billy McNeil wins the C- centenary season. And it's a phenomenal achievement. But Billy McNeil actually has just been down and done Man City Aston Villa. They're all, they're all like in crisis after him. <laughs> and then he, he he comes back up the road and they're like they sacked Davey Hay like Davey Hay they're like sorry Davey it's, it's the hardest thing I had to do in Scottish football yeah so it was the hardest yeah. thing I had to do in Scottish football was to make sure you really given anyway they call it the, the point was that 
Billy Manuel comes back up to Celtic, doubles his wages, and takes Celtic over and does the Saturday season. But after that, it really should be just thanks, Billy. We'll move on. But they don't. They keep him on. And he he takes keep us to the heady heights of fifth. Fourth did, or fifth in the did, table. Did eh? you know that Billy Manuel stays a protest? He sat in. So after he knew the writing was on the wall, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got the, all the punters he's saying, McStay, I'll send you this website, McStay must stay, blah, blah, blah. They're backing Billy. Battling Billy won't th- pull any punches. So like, we're absolutely, we're like 10th in the league. Uh, Billy Manil was left in the dark. Uh, they call it too, too many expensive uh, flops, living memory crisis. This is Celtic are just, uh, yeah, Celtic are falling apart at this time. Yeah. And uh, this is just before Liam Brady. We have, yeah, Billy McNeil. This is a, oh, where is it? Billy. I mean, that, yeah, this, was, this was the biggest, this is one of the biggest. Tommy Craig's raging that he didn't get the job and Liam Brady get the job. And Tommy, Celtic yesterday named, made up their minds and named Liam Brady, right? Mm-hmm. right? The candidates along with Brady was Frank Stapleton, Yugosla- Yugoslavic, Ivan Golak and Tommy Craig. Oh, right. I dodged a bullet there. <laughs> right, anyway, watch this. Hard, but we had to do it. That was uh, Jack McGinn, his own words. And uh, Billy says, I knew Sacking was on the cards. I've been offered a lot of money to put the boot in the Celtic, but I won't be taking it. Right, so this is Billy, straight away, Alex Cameron, Mark the Knife. Billy Mineo was shot directors yesterday by staging a mini sit-in. He refused to walk out the door for the last time without an official agreement on his parkhead payoff. The man they called Caesar didn't have a contract, right? Didn't have a contract, right? So this comes in this, this stage that he lost the Celtic job four years ago because they wouldn't pay him more money. Then he came back up to Celtic, didn't sign a contract. He was looking for a payoff. He didn't have a contract. Aye. He I said... A contract, yeah. <clears throat> when he resigned... The club, when he rejoined the club, he trusted the board implicitly. But this was a guy that four years ago, the board screwed him over money. The board screwed him, aye. And he'd a loan of 25 grand off us. Anyway, maybe we'll talk about that uh, later on in our lives. But yeah, the, the, the fact of the matter is, I would argue, and again, I am, I would argue that people like Ronnie Dyler brought players in, Gordon Strachan, Cemented and changed thing had to had to defund, but still had as a great Champions League record. Martin yeah. Neal changed our worlds. Brendan Rogers, Brendan Rogers, as Danny says, a rat. Uh, Brendan Rogers done something that we're still living off. David yeah. Hay, David Hay, had a good CV with Muller and stuff like that. He he brought players and changed and really yeah. good top players like top top players. Tommy Burns, he brought a discipline. You can talk about his ethos. William Janssen just was pragmatic and Dr. Joe. But Wim Janssen brought... I mean, Dr. Joe brings Maravchik, Wim Janssen brings Larson. Yeah. Brendan Rodgers brings... Lisa uh, Dembele. Lisa Scott Sinclair. Uh, Tommy Burns brought the Canio. Strachan. Van Hoydonk. Cadet. Cadet, right. And then you look at... You look at Mowbray and Lennon, O'Neill, McCarry. I just... I think maybe that's the thing we've got a problem with learning is we realise that this is the same gimmick every single time. Yeah. You know? It's just... Yeah. 
when you look at it that way, you're just like, Oof. for a size of club Celtic and the nonsense they talk about, where we should be, and all this garbage. Like we should never have those managers. We should have proper football managers, and Definitely. I don't think Neil Lennon is just now. I don't think he is either. Even though when the quadruple goes ripple. And I know. Uh, that's it. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I was a, what do you think? Was that interesting or just Aye, it is, aye. Just disappointing. I, 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 I think that's where it comes from. Our view of Celtic managers, we just have them in a we know. Like Celtic Vigo just got a brand new manager, right? Brought a brand new manager in the last five games, right? All he wants to do is attack. He's won the last five games. Five nothing, four one. So a guy just come in and said, "Look, we can't defend. It's just going to attack." Pure philosophy comes in. Mm-hmm. His philosophy. Yeah. Like the keynote piece of Scott Brown is all modern football. Great modern football teams need to have a defence midfield player with energy, discipline, stature. Like you can name tons of them. We don't need to do it, but you can name tons of them in your head. Yeah. And. We have let that position drift because of personality, not because yeah. of. I mean, so. I have, without a doubt. Without I, I, a doubt. In a world of statistics. So, for instance, after. after, after and that, this was LeBron James. You know who LeBron James is? I've been watching yeah. a lot of basketball. The, basketball the first player. Lockdown, because it was kind of good fun to watch. I never watched it before. I was. I was just, uh, I was taking Danny's point of view, I watched a few, but the statistics in Le- LeBron James and how they, they build teams around about him, like, you can look up his statistics and see what he produces for the club every year. Yeah. You can see where he, he drops off, where he comes up. If you, if Celtic were to release Sorrow and Brown's statistics, or even Neil Lennon's statistics, when he used to play, like, why don't we have that sort of gra- uh, detail, granular detail for us as fans to say, well, wait a minute, because you're a captain, does that give you 10,000 more points in the scoreboard? Like, we Aye. don't know how far Sorrow ran. We don't know, but we can see it in our eyes, but like Aye, LeBron James, it. LeBron James, you know exactly what he's done. You can see it. You can see the 37 or 36 years old, you can see the analytics. There, it's in front of you. Yeah. Maybe maybe people say it's OTT, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe I yearn for that sort of stuff from Celtic. Aye. And then there's no break in it. You just say, well, look, you don't see what he does in training, but yeah, with the stats, the last two games have shown that Zorro's done this and done that. And so, yeah, play him. It's just a no-brainer. It takes you away from the, the nonsense yeah. that we have to put up with of picking yeah. players for personalities. It does, without a doubt. Without so, a doubt, it does. Anything else you want to get off your chest? No, I think just look forward to the game tonight, hopefully. Yeah, but what, what is it? 16? 16 points behind at the minute? Yeah. With three games in hand? Yeah. So, really, if we win the three games in hand, it's five points. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And we go to Ibrooks. We go to Ibrooks on the 2nd of January. You see, I don't, I don't hold... I mean, okay, so this is the other thing as well. This is is how do you project how do you project anything really you can't really predict, project so you, so that this is okay so the question is right so you're you're Callum McGregor's agent yeah right 
So what, what you say to Callum McGregor in the January transfer? He's done the quadruple treble. He's won every trophy in Scotland for the next hundred years. Yeah. He's struggling to get his bed. Can't get his car in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've got to, his bed I, at I mean, if, you're, if you're his agent, you're, you've got to... I think you're talking him about doing the Premiership. You yes. know, Brendan Rodgers would take him. You know, yeah. there's a couple of other managers probably down there that would take him. You've got one eye, one eye in the Euros. If you go to Leicester... Uh, you don't need to play every day. You don't have to play every week. So you just no. go down there and maybe find your feet like Armstrong did and take a rest, Aye. get your batteries back and play in a position that you can That's, play in. That you want to play in. What maybe, would you do? Maybe a bit more further forward. What do you do better if you're Edward's agent? If you're Edward's agent, you do the same thing, don't you? Mm-hmm. You think to yourself, you're, what, 21, 22, he's... Chance of going to the Euros, possibly with France. I know there's a, a lot of world-class strikers in front of him, but... There's a chance yeah. they could go to the Euros, so get your body out of there, I think. You've done everything you, you can, Eddie. What do you do if you're Christie's agent? Same again, isn't it? Get what your do, body down the Premiership, make some do, money. What do you do if your Ayers agent has just played it right back a cup final? What do you do? You spit a dummy out and tell him he's going. Okay. So... We can, the real world then is 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 the Rangers game actually just a just a, a, a sort of oh we're all excited about the Rangers game but actually January with that sort of backdrop I mean who else that's your main players isn't it well who else that's, would... that's probably the four isn't it that's hmm. probably four and Cham and Cham needs and Cham needs to just walk in and say I'm out here see you later on aye get me a club I'll get myself a club aye I mean, Cham was getting slagged off in the French papers for playing poorly. I mean, he, he can't have that. He's he's an exceptional football player. He is, aye. He is, without a doubt. What do you do if you're Frimpon? There's a question. Frimpon's agent. Well, she just... I don't know whether I've told you about this, about Frimpon, but I'll, I'll just... I'll, I'll, I'll let the, the, the viewers make up their mind. Yeah. <laughs> I heard, right? I've, I've heard from oh. a wee birdie, Ooh. right? Is that bank? That, get, get the paper, that, get this, get the, that, get this, get the cigar out, Benny. We'll just yeah. listen to your Christmas joy. I heard, I heard, right, that see last season, right, yeah. Frimpong, after training, Frimpong recognised that he's crossing, he's crossed a belt, he's no brilliant. Yeah. And it's part of his game that he wanted to work on, okay. right? So last season, right, he would say to Damien Duff, listen, Damien, struggling a bit with my crossing any chance can give half an hour after training and doing the okay. training parts we'll just get a bag of balls and just do some crossing uh-huh. so Damien Duff said no problem aye. come on we'll get down get a bag of balls and they're out doing uh, crossing balls every now and again after training every couple of days come on Frimpong we'll get down here and cross some balls in no problem so him and Frimpong are then, then obviously at the end of this season Damien Duff leaves yeah End of last season, Damien Duff jack, jacks it to go back to Ireland. And then, so this season, what I've heard is, yeah. is that Frimpong goes to Gavin Stratton and says, listen, Gavin, I've... Uh, <laughs> the first thing he says, who are you? Uh, who are you? Who did you come from? <laughs> so, he say, he goes to Gavin... My dad used to play for Leeds United. <laughs> what? So he goes, he goes to Gavin Stratton, right? And says to Gavin Strachan, listen, last season I was doing a bit of work on my crossing with Damien Duff. Mm-hmm. 
He says, I still need to do a bit of work in my crossing. Can you head back for half an hour or an hour after training and go through some crossing, do some crossing drills with us? Yeah, sounds good, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll get one in under 17 boys to give you a hand. Okay. So He's too busy looking after his other, other pursuits. There you are. He's other. So the guy, you've got, you've got Frimpong, who's wanting to improve, he's wanting to train, he's wanting to get coached mm-hmm. off the assistant manager. And he says to him, "Ah, nah, I'll get, I'll get an under seventeen boy to show you where you're going wrong, where you're crossing." So there you are. There you go. There you go. That tells you all you need to know. Some festive cheer there, eh? So if I was, if I was Jeremy Frimpong, I would be catch you later, kid. I'd okay. be out of there. Because the reason why I say that is because people are once you have a bad manager, which okay, people can shout at me. Once you've got a bad manager. It, it brings players tail off or, or start tail away. And Frimpong definitely is becoming that type of player. And it, it, that's not fair on him either, is it? Like you just no, you should put yourself in that sort of world. That, not that, like, I don't know Frimpong from... He seems to be like a hard-working wee guy that gets stuck in. And I think he deserves better. Although, like, I don't know. Maybe maybe he does or he doesn't. But the fact is that if, he, if he's tailing off for his career, you need to... These, these, these guys need to make decisions. So, so if you're yeah. you're you're the big agent, Barry, you've got five players taking their, their golf clubs and going somewhere else. Yeah, uh, well, that's if, if if it was me, if it was my player, mm-hmm. and you're just looking at you're not obviously I'm not looking at it with an emotional attachment. Yeah, obviously I want them all to stay. Of course you do. Well, but I don't want if you if you're if you're the agent and you're looking at it in the cold light of day and you've got no emotional ties with Celtic or whatever then you've got to say this is this is no good for you here what about your man uh, move you on what about the, the Barkas Barkas needs to say I want out of here as well this is a disaster for me ah, it's, a, it's been a it's been a horrendous move it really yeah, has for, for, uh, for everybody concerned I think yeah so uh, I mean if the guy can't even speak English, then <laughs> <laughs> he can't speak English. That was Dan Devaney. Spread the rumours. Aye, malicious rumours from Dan. <laughs> he just he just got there and he was gobsmacked. He's like, "What's going on here?" Aye. <laughs> so, well, that that cheery note. So I I just uh, when he got my mum and dad, my mum's uh, my mum's censoring me now. I can't tell as many mum and dad stories. All right. Cause, know what I mean, cause uh, she's sensing me. So anyway, so that so they're 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 they uh, they've got a couple of golden tickets this year, Barry, for St Mary's. Right. Eh? A couple of golden tickets for Christmas. Oh, have they? Have you got your ticket for the chapel? Have you? No, I haven't. Oh, see, Barry, you're not know. You're not know. I'm on the the virtual mass. Are you? What do you All do right. in a virtual mass? You just, I just sit, sit there and watch mass. Cup of tea. No, I don't. I don't have a cup of tea. No, oh, nice. I don't. No, I don't. Uh-oh. So just sit there and watch mass and just, just as normal. Yeah. Nothing Aye. else, sir. You don't look at your phone or nothing. No, no, no. Oh, do, you, no. do you kneel down? I don't. As it happens, I don't. Just because you get sore knees, or just? No, I just because I do join in with the the, the prayers and stuff like that, but. Yeah. Do I, don't, I don't kneel down. Is there a virtual mass singing? Is there like karaoke at the bottom of the screen? No, there's not. There's no, there's no virtual mass singing. Maybe there's a chance for this. 
I've got I've got a get together. I have a Sunday get together with the uh, dignitaries. Oh well, there you are. <laughs> Barry, Is that what you used you'd, to? you'd pay top money to just be like <laughs> I would a fly in the wall. <laughs> fly in the wall. Like, <laughs> there's somebody on this that we can't. I don't know who that. It must be one of my iPads or something. Barry's like, oh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Michelle, oh, this is so funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we'll do that dignity stuff. But then, yeah, so yeah, so mum and dad are also doing stewarding. Mum and dad are just so funny. They're such so, so, great fun. They're the doing, stewards at mass. Yeah, so me and Rachel were doing the presents last night for our kids. Uh-huh. I mean, you may as well just give the kids... Like, the kids have got more money than me. And they, like, they just get tons Aye. of stuff. Ah, uh, no. I don't think it's the same. Like, Josh has got stuff coming back again. Like, I've got a figure that I'm supposed to be giving Josh. I've not had to give it to him for the last three years. The figure's actually more money than I've spent it. Because <laughs> every year I go to give him it, and every year Rachel's like, I have to hold it back for his birthday. Then they come to his birthday, he's got tons of stuff. Like, Aye. So, so you're finally giving him the figure this year? No, no. I got thrown back last night. So anyway, my mum is, <laughs> my mum is banging on about the my uh, badge that we made. About uh-huh. My mum now has became a... Uh, a patent lawyer she says alright <laughs> anyway I made a pin badge uh, me and my dad made a pin badge it's a Celtic pin badge it's just thrown more than I like pin badges so we made it it's actually quite nice but mum says because because Celtic are going to suit me for patent law I'm not right, okay <laughs> thanks mum she went on forever anyway but then Rachel was on the phone call so you know what they talk sort of nicely to you to your, your, your better half you know Aye. and my mum said I just found this extremely funny uh, my mum said that they're a steward steward for St Mary's over the Christmas period and St All Mary's right. are apparently better than the White Hill guys the doings are told you know so there's 20 people come in and then you've got to be stewarded around the chapel to make sure there's social distance you're a Covid yeah. social distance right and mum said yes Rachel we're a, a steward of the people I'm like, I'm like, I'm falling about going, what? <laughs> My mum and dad are stewards of the people. Stewards of the people. And Rachel's like, just like, taking it. I'm like, Mom, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, giving it one the big eyes inside the stream. Like, what? <laughs> I'm really, really proud of my mum, steward of the people. Aye, steward of the people. Uh, <laughs> only my mum. Own own call, let's see Jamie Shed, Jamie Shedpur, Jamie Shedpur, Jamie Shedpur. Nice. Own call, Jam Shedpur, Jam Shedpur. Like. Anyway, yeah. Barry, it's a pleasure as always. I know you've been working hard, and I know I send you twenty-seven text messages a day to try and get in the pod. And I know that you're jealous of Dandavani. I know that. I know it comes through you. Say um, own yeah. call. Say the names. Go and see it. Do it. Uh, I think it is. I think you're probably right. Jamshapur. Jamshapur FC. Jamshapur FC. Fifth in the, the Indian Super League. Oh, maybe Uncoil's a... Uh, maybe Uncoil is a... You know what I mean? But anyway. Yeah, top tier. Yeah. Top tier Indian Super League. Is it a cricket team, maybe? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> you may, t- may have better look at that. A table tennis team. <laughs> Oh God, I like these table tennis, <laughs> didn't he? Anyway, so we'll, be, we'll try and do it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. 
Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks for Dan Devaney and Mikey Dahl and Stephen as well. And hopefully yeah. tonight I'm going to sneak away and watch the, the game. Fingers crossed. I don't care if Lennon stumbles on something, but let's just stumble and just start getting a momentum going. I'm really, really hopeful yeah. that, that happens. Definitely. And, uh, maybe we'll speak a couple more times during the week, Barry, since, yeah. you've, since you've built Glasgow now. You've, yeah. You've built the We're city. Off, so. off right through to the 4th of January, so yes, I'm off we'll see you. if we can get another couple done. I'm off as well, Barry, because I've got a, a few irons or copper <laughs> on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you very much, Betty, for uh, today. That was brilliant. And uh, yeah. fingers crossed we'll win tonight and we'll get moving. And if I don't yes, see sir. you, enjoy your Christmas, Chief. Yeah, same Take for you. Care. Cheers, Bye-bye. Paul. Bye-bye.